The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 119. I have my dog, little Bruno, sat by me this morning, who's going to be accompanying us today on our podcast adventure. Um, And uh, I just wanted to say at the start of the podcast, if you didn't know, uh, I do actually offer a free session uh, to to help you with uh, OCD or, or anxiety. So if you're interested in getting that, you can head over to my website, which is robertjamescoaching.com. Uh, there you can uh, book that free session directly, or if you prefer, you can, you can just send me a message and uh, let me know about what you're struggling with. Okay, Bruno, are you ready, mate? We're going to get on with today's session. He says, yes, he's ready. So uh, let's let's get going. Um, today, I'm going to be talking about um, midnight ruminations. What do I mean by that? Um, well, obviously, one of the things that uh, can happen a lot with OCD is we get caught up in rumination. Um, you know, we can just be going round and round in circles in our heads uh, with, with our thoughts. And one of the worst times for this is when we're actually in bed. Um, You know, a lot of the time during the day, you can refocus your attention using uh, some of the tenets of acceptance commitment therapy, for example, skills and tools from from ACT that help us to refocus and come back to the present. But it's a lot harder when you're lying there in bed. Uh, So today we're going to be talking about, about that. Uh, if you find the podcast helpful, it would be great if you could follow and like on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. Also, if you would like to support the podcast, I now have Patreon. Uh, and in return for supporting the podcast, you will get some free episodes uh, that other people don't get. So if you're interested in doing that, you can follow the uh, Patreon link in the show notes. Uh, so there we go, guys. I really hope that you find this one helpful. If you have any questions at all about anything I speak about today, do please let me know. And off we go. Let's start today with a very fancy sounding quote because it's it's by uh, Charles Dickens. Uh, it's not really that fancy though, after all. And it is this. I find the nights long for I sleep but little and think much. And... You know, with OCD, um, I think a, a lot of people, not everybody, um, you know, everyone has a different um, uh, a different way of uh, experiencing OCD. And, uh, you know, so obviously it's not the same for, for everyone. But a, a thing that I think many people with OCD do struggle with is, is definitely overthinking. And often that can be when they're in bed. Uh, whether that's in the middle of the night, whether that's, uh, you know, having troubles with sleeping or whether that's actually, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you're kind of lying there 
And you know you should get up and, and get going with the day, but you don't want to because you're kind of ruminating about something. And, you know, perhaps you're getting stuck in those old problem-solving circuits that that ultimately don't serve you and just kind of keep you stuck. Um, you know, or perhaps it is the middle of the night and you're, you know, you're just kind of going round in circles thinking about this thing, um, you know, and then what we're really doing is just, you know, we're, we're making ourselves exhausted, we're, um, you know, we're getting stuck in the OCD cycle, and we're also kind of creating, you know, more circuits in our brain that are, you know, that are kind of OCD. And so learning how to, to manage this in the moment when you do find yourself uh, waking up in the middle of the night or ruminating first thing in the morning when you're when you're in bed um you know being able to deal with that and 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 being able to actually have some strategies or tools in place so when this does happen you know you've got something to fall back on can be really really helpful um so what happened to me uh actually only a few nights ago um was I, I guess I must have been having a kind of a kind of dream, not really a nightmare, but maybe an unpleasant dream. Um, and I woke up and straight away I was ruminating. It just kind of happened automatically. And uh, in this particular scenario, it was to do with relationship OCD. Um, you know, something that that I can still struggle with from time to time. Um, you know, as you know uh, from if you listen to this podcast on a regular basis. Um, you know, I, I've done a lot of work on myself and on the OCD that I experienced over the years, um, you know, and I've got into a really good place where I'm able to manage it really well. But that doesn't mean that, you know, the OCD doesn't sometimes still catch me out a little bit, um, you know, and that can still happen where a certain trigger can come up. And before you know what's going on, you've accidentally ruminated on it or perhaps you performed a compulsion and you're getting yourself a little bit stuck again. Um, you know, I think that can happen at any point to, to anybody. It doesn't matter how far down the line of uh, improvement you are with things. You can still get caught out by it. And so it's really important um, to recognize that that can happen and that, you know, you do have to kind of learn how to manage OCD in the long term in, in that way. That doesn't mean that, you know, you can't get to a place where, you're not experiencing it much at all. Of course you can, um, you know, but it, it just means that, you know, sometimes you might get caught out. And this is what happened to me on that particular night just a few days ago. Um, I think maybe I was even dreaming about this thing, but, you know, I, I started to think about it. It must have been two or three o'clock in the morning and I just started to ruminate on that old worry, that old concern, that obsession that, you know, in the right environment is able to suddenly present itself again, even though I've maybe not even thought about it at all for six months, you know, and that's, you know, that's how how well you might be managing something. You may not even think about it for a long time, but suddenly from nowhere, given the right set of circumstances, that old obsession could suddenly just appear again. And, you know, it might catch you unawares, as it did for me, because I was just lying there, I was half awake, I wasn't really paying attention. And I got caught up in that old narrative, that old negative narrative that, 
you know that that when I uh, when I do allow my my focus and my concentration to go to it it gets me caught up in all sorts of doubts and anxieties again I start trying to uh, to get rid of that uncertainty you know and it's just questioning could I have been happier if I was in this particular relationship uh, or that particular relationship and you know all of these kinds of thoughts which um, you know all sorts of horrible emotions come up with those with those thoughts because obviously I'm in a relationship um, I'm with somebody that I really care about and you know there's shame that comes up when you start to have these kinds of thoughts um, how shameful it is that that I'm having these thoughts and um, but you can't stop quite uh, can't, can't quite stop yourself from thinking about them anyway because you're trying to have that that kind of certainty that OCD demands and so suddenly from nowhere I was going over it again and I was thinking about it and I was just winding myself up and the anxiety was increasing um, you know then I was getting frustrated and angry at myself and all of this where at one point I was asleep and then suddenly I woke up and you know I was winding myself up um, and if I just carried on with that probably quite likely that you know I wouldn't have been able to fall back asleep uh, I would have uh, the next day then I would have been exhausted um, plus I would have kind of uh, really overheated those OCD circuits making it more likely that the next day I would continue thinking about these kinds of things and it's uh, you know a negative cycle um, and we know what happens with OCD when we get caught up in that negative cycle it becomes more habitual again and before we know it you know we're really stuck in it again so it's so important that you know whenever we find ourselves in that position that we do our best to nip it in the bud if you don't quite manage to do it straight away that's not a problem but as soon as you can try to nip it in the bud um which is something that I was able to to do on this particular occasion so I wanted to kind of share what I did to help myself out um, with this um, you know and so I think this is a, a really important uh, concept to, to get across the number one issue that I was experiencing in that moment and I think that most people experience when they're doing this kind of rumination uh, when, when they're in bed is that you know I got caught up in this classic idea of problem solving my way out of OCD and we know that that is often, you know, the number one problem. Um, you know, we can't ever problem solve our way out of OCD. All of these compulsions that we do, they're part of that problem solving process. We kind of think, well, if I do this or if I do that, then I'm going to feel better. I'm going to have more certainty and I'm going to feel okay. Um, of course, this is the pernicious trap of OCD. And, you know, as much as... Uh, as I wish it could be true, uh, unfortunately, it's the opposite. Um, as soon as we start getting caught up in problem solving and trying to have certainty, all we're actually doing is spinning those wheels of the of OCD and getting ourselves more and more stuck. Um, you know, if we can actually just try to do the opposite and just allow that uncertainty to be there, acknowledge that we can't figure it out, that we don't have all the solutions, that that life isn't perfect, um, then actually, you know, we begin to feel okay again and we 
uh, you know, we can actually begin to have a bit of that peace again that we're looking for. And so how did I do that in that moment? Well, what I uh, decided to do is that I, I recognized that I was caught up in that thinking, that problem solving, and that I had to let go of that. And in order to let go of that, um, what I chose to do is to focus on something else, to put my attention onto something else. And I think the best way to do this is to put your attention onto your body. Uh, You need to find a way to get out of your head because the head is the place where you're going to get stuck. You're going to get trapped in those analytical thinking skills that are trying to persuade you that you just need to think about it one more time. You don't. You don't want to think about it one more time. What you, in my experience, what you would benefit from is trying to come back into your body. And what I did on this particular occasion is I tried to focus my attention on the places in my body where I was feeling that anxiety in that moment. And I could feel, for example, that my chest was really tight. And so what I started to do was to simply focus on the chest and I imagined that I was breathing in a white light. And I try to direct that white light into my chest, not to get rid of that feeling, but just to try to feel a little bit more of what I was experiencing there. Um, And by doing that, and just doing that for five minutes or so, what I began to notice is that that feeling began to to change a little bit. It began to to soften. And... um, I wasn't quite so uh, caught up in this urgency to get rid of those particular thoughts. Um, I wasn't so caught up in in getting rid of the anxiety anymore because the anxiety had begun to kind of come down on its own. Um, And obviously, I didn't do any problem solving or thinking in order for that to happen. I simply chose to focus on the discomfort in the body itself. you know, and upon doing that, I also decided to focus on my shoulders because I often hold a lot of tension in my shoulders. Um, so I focused on the shoulders for a few more minutes and noticed my shoulders begin to relax a little bit. And little by little, things uh, began to improve. And, you know, I was able to let go of that negative thinking observed the fact that I just got caught up in something and, you know, recognized, you know, with myself that I could have gone down that rabbit hole, but actually I didn't, you know, so I tried to kind of congratulate myself a little bit in this kind of compassionate way that really does help with with OCD uh, as well. Whenever you do something right, you kind of want to try to point it out to yourself as that really reinforces that action and makes it more likely that, you know, you're going to do that again in in the future um something else that that you could try if you find yourself caught up in this is a kind of body scan meditation uh, if you look at the work of somebody like John Kabat-Zinn for example the uh mindfulness uh kind of godfather he's sometimes uh, sometimes referred to he's quite an interesting guy and he has uh, some really good body scan meditations where you know you focus on your feet initially you imagine that you're breathing into your feet and relaxing your feet and then you move up to your ankles and then your shins and your calf muscles all the way up through the body and the idea simply here is to focus your attention onto something else other than thinking um and you know to to come into your body and often 
you know, oftentimes by the time we're halfway through doing this, we've drifted off to sleep again because, you know, we just actually uh, needed to focus on something else. Um, you know, other things that you, you might do, if it's first thing in the morning, for example, and you're, you're noticing this, this, this is happening and, you know, you don't really want to drift off again because maybe you need to get up and go to work. Um, you know, it may just be a good idea on those particular days to just get up and, and start getting on with your day. Um, maybe you're, you're awake and, you know, your mind is, you know, you're a creative person perhaps. And this is just your busy mind, you know, being creative first thing in the morning. And uh, perhaps you could get up and do some journaling uh, or some meditation or, or something else that helps you you know, uh, use that focus, use that creativity for something helpful first thing in the morning. And, uh, you know, that might really, that might really help as well. Um, the most important message really is, you know, to do something other than just, just lying there thinking, because of course, we know when we do that, we're going to go down that, that OCD rabbit hole. So there we go, guys. Uh, that is it for today. I really hope that you found that one helpful. As always, if you have any questions at all, do please let me know. And I'll see you next time. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional. 